This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. All right, superwomen, I am really, really excited today to have uh, my next guest. Uh, She is the owner of Capano Consulting with over 15 years of supporting working women and mompreneurs. Uh, She's helping them to grow their business, helping them to maintain harmony in their life, which is really what I'm all about. You know, I'm always, you know, when I first started my business, I was thinking I wanted to really work with mompreneurs. And I'm so glad this is this right, this what right here lights her up. Uh, So uh, she is the author of Find Your Focus, 52 Weeks of Clarity and an International Trainer. She's also a business coach with Ninja Selling Systems. Clara Capato, how are you? I am fantastic. Thanks so much for having me here. Yes, I'm so excited. That you, so you are now in, where do you live? Um, my primary residence is in Denver, Colorado. In Denver, Colorado, yes. Mm-hmm. And so you have been working and coaching women for a while, but what actually got you started doing that? Well, I sort of fell into it on accident. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was young, I had this, passion. And I remember telling people that my ultimate goal was I wanted to work with people and help them learn to better communicate. And being that I was young, everyone's like, yeah, there's nothing like that that exists. And I now know that that was called industrial psychology, but I didn't know that. So I decided on my path to greatness, I was going to go into the field of law because I, I honestly, I really wanted to be a judge because I really enjoy telling people what to do. Yeah. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> right. And on my way to law school, you know, I sort of realized that wasn't the path for me. And then I was introduced to this amazing woman in real estate and she ran a high performance team. And she was just a complete go-getter and just very strong, very dynamic, very charismatic. And I remember after talking with her, coming home and telling my dad, I just, I want to be just like her. And he's like, yeah, I kind of knew that would happen. And so I started working in real estate and I never had a passion for the actual selling of real estate, but what I loved was the fast pace of it. And I loved as I learned it because we were on a really big team. So we were doing a ton of business mm-hmm. is being more of a mentor. Yeah. I love teaching people how to kind of maneuver through the day to day operations. So after about six years on the team, I then moved into leadership and that's how I got my first certi- um, coaching certification. And I just knew that's where I was all along this time, you know, from growing from the age of about 23 until this point in time, I had my first child and then I went through a divorce and I really felt just a, you know, a connection between the working mom because that's who I was. And even though men are wonderful and there are some great husbands, supporters, significant others out there, the challenges that we face as a working mom and then a working mom running our own business just are different. And so I really wanted to create a platform where that mom could talk with somebody that knew what she was going through and wasn't going to be just a cheerleader, but could really help with some real skills and tools to help them maneuver all the challenges of running the business, running the household, you know, getting over the guilt and the shame and all of that that comes with it so that they could realize, you know what, I'm doing okay, and really be proud of the role model that they're being for their children and making their mark. 
I love this. So there's so many things that's in there because I went through a little time in my life where I was a single mom, you know, because I've been an entrepreneur for a long time and also my parents were entrepreneurs. So I saw what it looked like from that space. My mom who had a really supportive husband, they worked together and I wanted that. I saw what it looked like when I was a married woman of a man who was not supporting me. That is very, very tough. And you're trying to really go be a go-getter and you're you're really coming up against a brick wall. I saw what it looked like as a single woman as well, right? And that is a trip, right? Yeah. But I think a lot of things, I think one of the things you said is there are some very unique things that women have to deal with when they are in business for themselves. And because of, not only just because of our ovaries, right? Because of how we, how we process the world. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and on our role within the, the family and right. uh, so all those things play and uh, play a part. They do. And uh, so for you, you, that, that really puts you in a night. This is one of the reasons why I couldn't do it though. Like I, I kind of got out of that game a little bit cause it is challenging. Mm -hmm. It's challenging yeah. to work with someone and then help them get over those pieces. What do you think for you uh, is one of the main things you try to teach women who are, let's say, you know, they're married, uh, whether the, per the person they're married to is supportive or not, what mm -hmm. is one of the main things you would say to them that they need to really work on? That you have to learn to say no. And despite what everyone tells us, you cannot do it all. You can do versions of it all and you can have it all at different stages, yeah. but you have, it's not going about what we can do because we are capable of doing anything. Yeah. It's more about what should you do and really getting clear on your priorities and knowing that you're going to have to say no and you're going to have to give up certain things and you, you've got to be okay with that. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges for moms is we have a lot of guilt we we carry the guilt of first of all having a job when we maybe are telling ourselves or society is telling us why isn't being a mom good enough for you right so we have some shame and guilt there and then people still come to us and again no matter how wonderful that the husband the boyfriend the significant other is and i have an amazing ex-husband yeah. but society still comes to the mom if yeah. the kids get sick they still call mom first, yeah. you know, and I see it when I'm on the road training. You know, one of the first questions people ask me is, who's watching your son? Now, he's 15 now, so he's much older, but this has been going on for years. And it's really, again, we feel like we owe it to so many people. But what happens is we over give to everyone else and then we are not true and authentic to ourselves. And I have really learned that being a working mom, running my own company has actually made me a better mom because I now have my priorities straight. And when I am with my son, I am with my son. Right. And when I'm with my family, when I'm, when I'm turned off, I'm turned off. So it actually has made me much more focused, much more authentic and much more, you know, on purpose with what I'm doing. Yeah. I love that. I always say that's, that's one of the things I would, I would tell women as well is to say no but also it is, you don't have to, like you said, you don't have to do everything. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do everything. You can figure out what you're going to do. And if you need to hire out or collaborate with someone else, yeah. you don't have to do every single dang old yeah. thing. And I think women, I want to say this again. We need to get over that. <laughs> we need to get over it. It's that delegating thing. For oh some my reason, God. 
we have so much guilt and shame around delegating and you, you got to get rid of that. got to get you over know? that. Um, you ain't getting nowhere with that. No, you know, and again, because time spent doing one thing is time spent not doing another. And I remember I was struggling with hiring a house cleaner. Yes. Feeling guilt, feeling yes. shame. And my mom was the one that told me, she's like, are you kidding me? She's like, you hate doing it anyway. And if you hire someone, you can now give that extra time to be with your son or go take a nap or do something for you. Right. She's like, you can make that money that you're paying somebody in one coaching call. She's like, one coaching call. It. That's yeah. right. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So let's talk about hurdles because yes. a lot of times people will see us and they'll go, Oh, well they got it all together because they got whatever. Right. That's not true. <laughs> Um, no. Okay. So what's some of the biggest hurdles mm -hmm. you've had to get through yes. yourself? So, and these are in no particular order, but, um, I think the communicating with your support group, whether it's again, a family member, a significant other, because they don't always understand it. And especially if you're working with somebody in your world that has more of a traditional job, the entrepreneur mindset can be very different. Yeah. And so I think really setting clear expectations about what your goals are, what it is that you're planning to do, what you need from them. You know, I think one of the things I learned in real estate, because real estate can be 24 seven, just like any entrepreneurial job, you know, but what I found is that I tell my family or my friends or whatever I am, you know what, you have me this time on Sunday mornings from eight until noon, I'm yours. They will forgive you for the other later nights or you know running behind because when you promise to be there you are there yeah. but I think that was one of the things I had to learn is I had to I had to really set clear expectations of what I needed from them so that they understood I remember having the conversation because my son was much younger and a big part of my job is being on the road I'm on the road probably a good 30 35 weeks out of the year mm -hmm. and explaining it's not about the money right. it's about impact that I can have. And when I started really sharing that vision and goals and showing the results, showing the testimonials from the right. people, the moms that I'm helping, my ex-husband was like, I get it now. Right. You know, I sit down every year. I've done this for probably about five years now with Nicholas when I do my business plan and I share my business plan with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I say, in order for me to get here, this is what it's going to look like. You know, are you okay with this? I need to make sure I have his support yeah. around it. So I think, again, that's definitely one of the hurdles is making sure that we're communicating clearly. I think the other hurdle is really, again, getting clear on our why. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's not always oh, just making more money. You know, my why is to become a role model. It's to let other people know because I only am where I am because I had people around me that believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. Right. And really helping other, you know, women understand it is their vision that is the rocket fuel. So whether it's financial freedom, paying for college tuitions, you know, just never needing somebody and knowing you can do it on your own. You know, you have to really get connected with that because that's what's going to push you through because not every day is great. Not every day is filled with rainbows and unicorns. So you got to be able to dig deep yeah. on the days that are hard and say, this is why I am doing it. Yeah. Um, and another hurdle is burnout. You know, we go, go, go. So I think the other hurdle is you have got to do self-care. You have got to carve out times for a nothing day or, you know, do what you need to do because you, it's the old adage of when you're on an airplane, you have to give oxygen to yourself first. first. It's the same thing. I cannot serve at the level I want to serve. I cannot take care of my clients 
my family, my son, my friends. I cannot be the best version of myself if I'm tired, worn out, resentful, any of those things. So you've got to really make that a priority. And so working with that. And then the other um, challenge, I think, is scheduling. You've got to come up with sort of what what does your optimal week look like? But then you also have to know that you have to adjust. Mm-hmm. And I think if anything, this time that we're in right now has taught us all about that. So again, knowing that you can move things, but you only move things in your schedule if it's a health or family issue or if it makes good business sense. Right. Because we have to start thinking like a CEO and yes. start making decisions at that level. At that level. Yeah. And here's, the, but here's the thing I know, cause those are all really, really great um, things and things that I have learned as well. Give me a real boss up moment. Like give me a specific time in your life because this, one of the things we're working on right now is a big project called Women Who Boss Up. And that's one of the reasons why I connected with Clara in the first place because she is a boss as you guys can probably pick up just from her tone. Um, but give me a real boss up moment in your life that you had to say, you know what, this is a challenge. This is a real challenge and uh, I'm going to get through it or after you got through it, you're like, and I have to switch mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say it was probably when my son was about three and a half, four, Mm -hmm. and I was working full time. Um, I was doing building my coaching business. I was getting my master's degree. And again, I was a single mom. So it was a lot. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, kind of hitting the breaking point and being like, you know, is this what I really want to do? And just really, again, getting clear, knowing that I had to ask for help and It's not easy to ask for help sometimes Mm -hmm. because you don't want to show your vulnerability, but asking for help and being real and just, you know, showing up and digging my feet in and saying, no, I can do this. I also, again, surrounded myself with people who told me when I didn't believe in myself, you can do this and you need to do this. And you need to. And I did it. And, you know, I, I created it and very proud of all of those things. And again, the message that it sent to other people around me to be able to do that. You know, a lot of other people said, wow, if you can manage all those things and still do that, I can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a, which is a big motivator for me. That's one of the reasons why I do what I do, not mm-hmm. just because I have goals, but also I want to show people, look, I'm not that mm-hmm. special. Like I, if I can do it, you can do this, right? Mm-hmm. You can, you can go for whatever you want. How do you stay motivated? I feel like I know the answer to this question, but how do you stay motivated? Um, you know, I do. I listen. I grow a lot. Um, growth is huge for me. And so I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm constantly reading and just absorbing information so that I can always become a better version of myself. Mm -hmm. So that's one way that I keep myself fresh. Um, I motivate myself honestly by going on vacation because when I go on vacation and I'm like, I love this. I love being able to see new parts of the world. I'm like, I need to go back and work more so I can take another vacation. Vacation. (laughs) So that motivates me. I will tell you uh, again, the stories I I love, I love when people can say they make more money. I mean, who who doesn't like that? But those aren't the things that really feed my soul. What feeds my soul is when my clients tell me, you know, I was able to go on vacation and really go on vacation. Yeah. And be with where I needed to be. I was able to, you know, pay off my debt. I was able to, you know, just accomplish these things that I wanted to accomplish. Those are the things that really make the most to me because again, money is money, but it's it's coming back to the things that are really important and allowing them to be present in what they're doing. 
So yeah. a lot of those things are the things that motivate me. Yeah. I'm the same way. You know, I, I, now my new motivation. So before it was always travel too, because we always, we even created our business with, you know, like we started doing retreats because mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure that was already, the travel was already like in it. Right. Um, but now it's more like, I want to travel, uh, I, I want to uh, retire in a different country. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, this is, I got to get this done so that we can retire, mm -hmm. you know, in uh, Southeast Asia. So you got to figure right. out what your thing is. You know, yeah. and, and you know, another thing that really motivates me is my clients because I, I can't show up if I don't show up yes. and do the same thing. So yeah. I can't tell them to go out and do all of these things if I'm not doing, doing it. So it. knowing that I'm going to be called out if I don't do it too, you know, and I give them carte blanche to call me out if I'm not doing it. So having that transparency, but again, they know that I'm doing the same exact things and it, it's that integrity factor. Do you have a daily, uh, a daily routine? Like when I think about, um, I came up with this whole, con well, I didn't come up with this concept. I actually learned this concept around the perfect day. Mm -hmm. uh, and the perfect day is basically the morning routine, but it's like the day. It's the whole yep. day routine. Mm -hmm. Do you have something like that? Absolutely. What is um, that? My morning routine is my secret weapon. Yeah. It's, it just is. So I get up at 515. Uh -huh. And one of the first things I do is, well, I have my coffee. So that's one of the first things I do. Yeah. Then I go, if I'm here locally, I will go on a walk and take my dog on a walk and listen to a podcast. If I'm on the road, then I'll usually do some sort of workout. Yeah. Um, I then do written affirmations. I do a gratitude practice. Mm -hmm. um, and then I usually do at least two handwritten notes to somebody yep. so that oh, I can wow. work on that. Um, and I love doing those. And then and I got one from you too, by the way, that was so cool. <laughs> I love my notes. And then I, you know, I look at my day before I get into my day yes. and I identify, okay, I look at my schedule, who am I meeting with? And then I say, what are the big three things I need to accomplish today? Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to overwhelm myself with a to-do list of 10 or 15 things. Yes. So I say, okay, based upon all this. And sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's, okay, I've got to make these calls. Um, I've got to work on this report. I've got to write this article. Sometimes it's, I've got to go to the post office and buy stamps. I've got to go to the dog food or to the store and buy dog food. Yeah. But then I can piece it together and say, okay, well, I'm picking up Nicholas at school so I can go to the grocery store before that. So I can then identify those items. Then I go and I jump into my emails, my voicemails, and I jump into my day. I go through my day, and then by the end of the day, I also have an end-of-the-day routine. Mm -hmm. And I, I truly believe in you know gratitude and what you focus on expands. So I start my day off, and I also end my day with gratitude. So yeah. at the end of the day, I focus on what are three great things that happened today. Mm -hmm. Because I think as we get so busy – we can tend to focus on all the things we don't get done yeah. and we start spiraling. So I always want to end my day with some gratitude for what I did get done and honor right. that. That's awesome. That's awesome. What advice would you give to a mom who mm -hmm. is, because uh, right now in COVID-19, I think a lot of people are starting to realize if they wanted to start a business, <laughs> they may be more motivated now. If they had a kind of a business before, mm -hmm. they might be more motivated to start really going for it. Um, or, you know, uh, just having a little bit more stability in their life with having a business. So if you're a mom, mm -hmm. what would you tell them um, they should do first? Well, again, one thing is do it. Do don't it. feed into the fear. Um, you know, if I, I don't have, I don't live with regrets, but if I did have one, it would be, I should have done it sooner. Yeah. But I was fearful of, you know, all the things that we get fearful of. So I would say, if, you, if this is something you really want to do, 
do it. Mm-hmm. Don't put a timeline to it. The direction you go is so much more important than the speed at which you go. Yes. So it doesn't matter. Just every day, progress, not perfection. Right. So that's one thing is I would say do it. And then the second thing is I would really get a support group around you. Yeah. You know, really make sure that you have people because it is really hard and you need to make sure that you are having some people that you can go to. You're right. going to have some that are going to be mentors, some that are going to be cheerleaders, you know, some that can help you with strategies, but you've got to, you know, work on that and really surround yourself with that. And then be honest, be honest about your time. You know, you're going to be excited and you're want to, you're going to want to jump into it. And there's going to be some days where you can work eight hours on it. And there's going to be days where you can work for 15 minutes on it. Right. So set your week up for success, you know, and, and do the best you can. If at the end of the day, you did, gave the best you could. Right. That's 15 minutes. Excellent. Yes. So just really be honest about the time that you have to invest and use that time to its highest and best use. Yes, I agree. I agree. That's great. And you have some, you have a book coming out, another book coming out. Not only are we working on it, because we have a book, you're one of the authors and women who boss up, which yes. is an amazing collaboration, but you also have a second book as well. Yeah. I do. So I'm working on my second book, which is we're still working on the title, but it's going to be all about, you know, unleashing the mompreneur, but it's going to be a guidebook. So it's not just going to be um, some antidotes and just some, you know, 30,000 foot views. It's going to be some real specific tools on building your vision, creating habits, communicating, um, taking care of yourself. So we're working on that. And hopefully that's going to be out in the spring. Um, In the meantime, I'm just working on a lot of articles collaborating with you. um, And then I'm also creating a coaching program for the mompreneur. So it's sort of a precursor to the book and start working with, you know, some people I'm going to do a small little focus group and then launch that hopefully in a couple of months. Yes. I love this. And, uh, where do we find you? Cause I know you're all over. You're like, you have I'm the entrepreneur, a mom you have. <laughs> yeah. Tell me where to find you. So on social media, I'm on Instagram under the entrepreneurial mom. Mm-hmm. So they can find me there. Facebook. They can find me at Clara Capano or Capano consulting. Mm-hmm. I am also on LinkedIn, just Clara Capano. And on Twitter at Clara at Clara T. So it's Clara dash T Y. Mm-hmm. And then again, my personal website is www.clara dash T Y.com. And I also have a YouTube channel called moments of clarity. Moments of clarity. I Every know. Friday I do a little video blog with just a little like one minute, little nuggets, just my moments of clarity. Yes. Yes. I love it. Well, you know what? You have been uh, just great. I've been, I've, so glad we connected. I totally see us doing so many things in the future. We're now like mm-hmm. besties. And I so know. I know, right? So Claire, thank you so much. Thank um, you. you are really doing fantastic work. And if you want to stay connected, definitely find her on Instagram, The Entrepreneurial Mom, uh, Moments of Clarity on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to her website. And uh, thanks so much, Claire, for uh, thank you for playing in the sandbox with me. I love it. <laughs>